WildTalkRadio.com. We have Jingle Bells. Listen up, Slap Nuts. This is Jeff Jarrett. Hey, everyone. This is Angelina Love. This is the undisputed future Seth Rollins. Hey, this is Kane from WWE. This is EC3. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. This is WWE Superstar Natalia. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Bella Twins. Yes, this is Broken, Not Haughty. The greatest man that ever lived always likes a good rack, and you're listening to the greatest rack. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. I heard y'all wanted to hear a bedtime story. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm gonna break you, bitch, you hear me? With your host... They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and chewed tobacco. I like puppets. And her producer, Sir Rocket. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. This right here means I'm the champ that runs the camp. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. I knew you'd come. There are so many beautiful Christmas songs around and so few Hanukkah songs. So I thought we'd try this one for you. Put on your yarmulke. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought you by our friends over at Wrestling Figure Photography. Follow the journey today at Instagram.com slash MVG1211. And if you're listening to us over at RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or Gerwick.net, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. That's right. Tonight, it is The Rack Gets Lit because it is Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Hope you're having a good one, that it's a fun and happy one. I don't personally don't celebrate it, but I hope everybody that does is having an awesome time. You, so You celebrate it in your own special ways. I celebrated it in my own special way, <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. So anyway, I'm your host, Lizzie Moore. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sir Rockin'. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. We're the, it's The Rack, live right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. As you mentioned, it's The Rack Gets Lit. You can tweet us at Wild Talk Radio, at Rack Radio Show, or at Linsward. Join us at WildTalkRadio.com, RackRadioShow.com, or Gork.net, in our interactive chat rooms. Yeah. This is not the Adam Sandler version of it. It's Neil Diamond doing the Adam Sandler version. That's fantastic. I know. It's absolutely fantastic. And just y'all wait till the very end of the show. Yeah, just wait for it. He's got something special. <laughs> It'll be stuck in your heads. It's 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 a little crazy. Side note, you're going to hear break-ins as we do the show tonight because, well, it is WWE Week on the USA Network and we're watching the finale of it because Damnation is on. And, well, one Luke Harper is going to show up at some point in this godforsaken show. So, have to support the Harper because, you know, that's Beardy Son number one. Needs love, so you will hear at some point me squee very, very louder. Hey, look, WWE superstar Luke Harper in the credits. Um, you'll hear exactly that. I'll get very excited because Luke Harper, everybody. <laughs> Lucas Harper the third. Lucas Harper the third is going to be on the show. So anyway, we have a stack show for you tonight. We have news, notes, NXT, SmackDown, and we are talking Clash of Champions. That's right. It's going to be on the WWE Network this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So if you don't have your network subscription, go get it for $9.99 over at WWE.com. Or, well, you can just listen to the show next week and we'll give you the results. 
Hey! Or do both. Or do both. Or you can donate. That's good. You can donate the nine ninety nine to us. We'll take it. Yes, we will happily take your nine ninety nine. We need to set up like a Patreon account or something. Not that anybody would give us money, but I, we we could try. Hey, maybe we'll do that starting in the new year. New tradition. We're gonna have a Patreon. Hey. Anyway, hey, we're going to jump right into the news. Brought to you by Gerwig.net and WellFightBoot.com. Can't forget them. Love them. And we have to talk about the biggest news of the week. And um, needless to say, Mark Carano did not have a good Sunday when this came out, and this was this past Sunday, Rich Swan of 205 Live fame and the number one contender for Enzo Amore's title. Well, one the, well, competing for the number one contendership. Yeah, competing for the number one contendership, excuse me, for Enzo Amore's title. Let's be real, he was totally going to get it. Oh yeah, he was going to totally get it. Um, Got in a bit of a dispute. Which is officially a hashtag blame sub. With his wife and got arrested for kidnapping, battery, and coercion? Or just kidnapping and battery? I'll give you the full details in two seconds. Keep going. Okay. So anyway, is that the person from America? I think that's the person from American Horror Story. I I, I turned the football game on. (sighs) So what, you're going to wait for me to scream for Luke? Okay. Well, then you may want to flip it over because I think he's coming up. Dude is walking around the carnival. The creepy carnival. Anyway, back to Rich Swan. So he got arrested on various charges and he was taken in and obviously taken into custody. There was a mugshot that was floating around and he was eventually le- released on bond pending certain terms um, where basically he cannot raise his voice at his wife. He can, I'm not sure, can they be in the same house together? They can be in the same house together, but they cannot um, uh, yell at each other in any sort of manner and stuff like that. It was uh, arrested for battery and false imprisonment is the official title. Ah. Okay, so not kidnapping. Kid, kidnapping slash false imprisonment of an adult. So that's the same sort of thing. Luke! He looks like 50,000% natural in this. At least they're getting it right out of the way. So as she's watching Luke, uh, yes, he got an incident with um, his wife, indie wrestler Sue Young, on, on Saturday night. Um, it's a really interesting situation. The eyewitness accounts that were put out there are not in his favor. Um, yeah, this is just... One of those things where real life comes at you and you kind of find out who certain people are and how they act. Everyone gets into sort of, um, disputes with, with their spouses, but when it involves vehicles and yelling and screaming and probably alcohol, um, it's never a good thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty ugly. Um, one of the details came out was that she was trying to get away from him, um, out of the moving car, like screaming and clawing her way out of the car as it was moving. So whatever was going on, and that was an eyewitness account. So whatever was going on was not good. Um, and obviously WWE has reacted accordingly. Swan has been suspended indefinitely due to a zero tolerance policy for domestic battery of any kind. So that was what led to Monday night where Cedric Alexander was put in the basically rich Swan's place. Pretty much, yes. Okay, so I just have to say that the preacher guy kind of looks like a better looking version of, of Pete Dunn. I can see that. Same hair. And facial facial structure. Except he doesn't sneer. He does not sneer, no. No. So yeah, um, by all accounts, this is an ugly situation, and things pending, I don't think we ever see Rich Swan in WWE again. Um, It's not looking good for him, that's definitely for sure. Uh, he's suspended pending all the investigation and whether charges are filed or not. Maybe they'll bring him back. Maybe they won't. But once you raise red flags, especially in a division where things are always fluctuating with them, it may be a situation where we don't see him again. I'm not sure, but my gut is just telling me that. If he ends up back in WWE, it's, it's fantastic, but my gut is telling me um, we probably have seen the last of Richard Swan. Probably. I mean, again, you have eyewitness accounts of what was going on. That, so that, there will be some kind of conviction involved in this, probably, unless he pleads out. That's what's most damning. There's not one witness. There are two witnesses that are backing up her statements. Yeah. So it's definitely not looking good for him, but stranger things have happened. So we'll have to see. We'll keep track of this one as it per- is, goes on. But as you said, I think it's the last time we're ever going to see Rich Swan for a while, sadly. So hopefully he can get everything straightened out and they can work everything out and it'll be okay. Because obviously that's the best solution for everybody is it just it, it works out on its own in a positive. Right. Um, they've been, they were together for five years. They've been married for nine months. They were arguing over professional wrestling. 
he was critiquing her uh, her performance of that evening. And, well, that's what happens. It is what happens. So, sticking with 205 Live for a moment, because, well, Rich Mom wasn't the only blow that the roster took, it seems we gotta blame Brent on our hands. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulders snapping. It's this week's Injury Roundup. It seems that one Noam Dar is out with a shoulder injury? Uh, I believe knee injury. Knee injury. Wrong, completely wrong end of the body. Knee injury for Noam Dar. Hashtag blame Brent. I thought it was shoulder. I don't know why I thought it was shoulder. But yes, anyway, so he's out for, at this point, an undetermined amount of time. Shouldn't be too long, but uh, he's out for a little while. Yeah, it's not serious. Personally, I think he's just trying to get away from Hideo Itami. That is quite possible. Because he fears the Hideo. He fears. As he, he should. He totally fears the Hideo. So, on the positive for WWE, it was announced that the new WWE Facebook show is getting not only its roster, but its date. And, well, you the fans can help decide what pairs are going to be... Personally, my vote, put Finn Balor and Bailey together. Just do it. Just put it together and give me that bright ray of sunshine. I will watch the crap out of your show if you do that. So what is going to be? It's going to be a 12-episode series airing on Facebook Watch, a.k.a. Facebook Live, featuring WWE superstars from both Raw and SmackDown Live rosters competing in a single elimination mixed tag team tournament, the winning team winning $100,000 to support the charity of their choice. Each 20-minute episode will reflect a progressive approach to reduction with a Elements optimized for mobile consumption, experimentation, and social interaction, including the ability for the WWE Universe to engage with superstars during the show. In addition, fans will have the opportunity to select matchups, match stipulations, and more. So here we go. Ready for the, the um, members of the each roster? Sure! Okay. Now these aren't the teams, these are just the members of each roster. For Monday Night Raw, you have Alexa Bliss, Alicia Fox, Asuka, Bailey, Braun Strowman, Enzo, Finn Maller, Goldust, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, The Miz. For SmackDown Live, you have Becky Lynch, Bobby Roode, Carmella, Charlotte Flair, Jimmy Uso, Lana, Naomi, Natalia, Rusev, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, and a member of the New Day. Just one. Just one. Fans will have the opportunity to, on, to vote on Facebook for the final competitor from the Raw roster, as well as which tag team member of the New Day will be added to the SmackDown Live roster. So there you go on that. And the teams will be announced beginning... Thursday, January 4th. The unique storylines for the Mixed Match Challenge will continue between episodes across the movie Facebook pages with short-form videos and social content. So, yeah, so it's going to be something really cool, I think. It, and it, the fact that it's only a 20-minute show, it's going to be very easy to consume, makes this a, something worth watching. Definitely. I'm curious to see how it how it all works. Like how it all comes together. Because it could be very, very, very interesting. It could be really bad, but it could also be very interesting. Spoiler alert, Team Raw's going to win this whole thing. You think? They have Asuka, the undefeated Asuka, and Braun Strowman. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm just, just pointing it out. Raw's Fair gonna, enough. Raw's going to win it. Probably. But we'll see. We, we will see. I'm excited for it. I mean, it's definitely something new, oh, different. Oh, just imagine this team. It won't happen because I'm feeling Nia and Enzo are going to be a team. Braun and Nia. She talked about that. She said that she wanted to team with Strowman and they could be Team Beauty and the Beast. I would be 100% fine with this. I think they should be a team regardless. They should, but I, I'm feeling it's going to be Nia and Enzo. Because how I don't you doing? Nia. No, I don't want Nia and Enzo. How you doing? No, put her with Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak's not one of them. We'll treat her so much better. Well, that's besides the point. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Last but certainly not least, we're going to talk a little Impact Wrestling, where, well, we had another casualty in the um, layoff situation for Impact, in which their head producer, head video guy, guru... Dir director. Director. I'm not quite sure what his final title was. David Sahadi has been let go from the company. Um, as everybody knows, he is a master at video editing and production and all that stuff. He was with WWE for years. He left. He went over to TNA Impact and started doing their production work for them and has been with them for probably what? A decade. 11 years. 11 years. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's like, damn, and they just let him go. But for, obviously, for budget cuts, they they couldn't afford to keep him on. And also, the company is moving to Canada. So, um, he probably didn't want to move. But... Uh, there is a rally from at least Taz to bring Sadat Sahadi back to WWE, which could be interesting if that happens. All will be great for WWE if they need them. I don't know if they do, but they can always use a good, good man in production. Well, it's something, especially as they're moving, as WWE Studios is moving to potentially doing TV shows and that kind of thing, they could bring him over and maybe he can consult or something like that on those projects, which could help those projects out immensely. 
Yeah, that's true. By the way, I'm just going to put this out there. I just want to say this in light of that WWE Studios story. I do not want every show to be a freaking cop or first responder show or military show. Just throwing that out there because I don't want to, because I was talking to somebody about the WWE films today. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, yeah, every film that they make is either about first responders or, or, or military. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but they've kind of already exhausted pretty much every option. Are we sure? Because Marine 5 is being filmed right now. Yes, I know Marine 5 is being filmed right now. And I'm pretty sure once Marine 5 is finished, that's going to be it. But Uh, I could be wrong. No, I think it's going to be a long-term franchise. But speaking of Marines and military, Tribute to the Troops was tonight. Tribute to the Troops was tonight. And it was not a good night for fantasy because of Tribute to the Troops. My fantasy team, like Omega's team, was tremendous because he had the shield and blah, blah, blah. My team, nope, nope, died. I think it was all our teams except for Omegas. Which, honestly, we need Omega to do the thing. It's close between him and Tim. It's, like, really close. If you stall for me and tell your thoughts about um that, I can, about troops, I can give you the scores. I mean, it was your typical, very much WWE America edition. Um, it's very patriotic. They do it. On, they did it on a military base this year. They had a nice big ship in the background with flags and banners and stuff. It was daylight. Personally, I I can relate to the women who were screaming for all the men. I mean, losing their stuff for them. Very, very proud of them. And the men losing it for some of the men. I mean, again, very proud of them. Way to go on that. Um, so... <laughs> Way to go on that. Keep going. So... Um, it was, I mean, it was just, it was a good show. It's a fun show. Mm -hmm. It's not serious. They're not really doing anything to further any storylines. It's just, they're basically going to go out there and have a good show and have fun and just do what they have to do. Right. So... Like the shield was good, and um, New Day and the the, the New Day and Usos eight man was really good. The main event was fine. The women were pretty decent overall. It was a pretty good show. I was like I said, I think it was a fun show. Oh, it's always a fun show. Like it's always a really fun show. I'm trying to stall, and I'm horrible at stalling. I know you're really horrible at stalling because I'm trying to do math, and you know that's not the easiest thing. Well, I'm trying to remember what happened on the show, and I can't. Like I can remember, but I can't remember. Remember what happened on the show, which is really sad. Okay, so I'm gonna cut you off really quick. Okay. So for the battle for last place. <laughs> oh, I'm holding that shit down. Oh, it's a seven point game at this point because I lost eight points. So anything. Stop po- trying to take my spot. Actually, no, I can't unless I lose more points on Sunday. Unless I lose more points on Sunday, which good. I have really good shot at losing th- th- three, six, at least three points. <laughs> hey, I or I could jump really ahead, but I can, you're probably secure with um, last place. Yeah, but I, but I have like 102. You have like 95. Damn straight. Um, but for the battle for first, Team Omega has taken the lead at 219 to two Tim's 206. So there's a 13 point gap right now. But that oh could, my. but that could close really quickly on Sunday. Could it indeed? Mm-hmm. Especially since all of Megan's people are fighting each other, like it's Charlotte versus Natalia. He is Bobby Roode in action, so you know, could be really good, or it could be. Imagine if Carmella wait catch it. Oh no, wait, save that for the next segment. Spoiler. 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 Okay. Anyway, that's your fantasy update. That's our fantasy update. So yeah, so NXT. Yeah, let's uh, dive into the NXT rundown. It's time for this week's edition of the NXT Rundown. I like how our review attributed troops was. It was fine. Moving on. Was not going but match by match on that one. <laughs> if you missed it, go watch it. It was a f- again. It was a fun, fun show. Now, what's weird about this NXT show, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen most of it. You've seen most of it. I've seen all of it. Thank you very much. Well, because I watched one version, you watched the other. Yep. Because there were two different versions. Mm-hmm. One that happened on the network, and one that happened on USA Network. I watched the USA Network version. She watched the network version, which had one extra match. Yes, it did. But the match we both saw was Andrade Cien almost taking on Fabian Archer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fine. It was a way to get um Andrade over. It was quick and simple. Nothing much overly special to it. I got very confused for a second because it was like when it first started, I, was, I queued it up and I was like, wait, is this the same thing? Because I wasn't entirely sure. I thought I was watching last week's by accident. Well, you, so. know. Well, you know, 
Like I do. Like I generally do. It happens. When they look the same, when the same person comes out week after week at the start of the show, you aren't really sure what is what. Pretty much. So yeah, so Andrade Cien almost came out. He had a match. He had a very good match. He looked like he had a lot of fun. And he won. And he won. Uh, We saw Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch take on the Authors of Pain. Okay. When they take on, I would say get destroyed by the Authors of Pain. Pretty much. They tried. They tried really hard. I can't, I can't, you know, fault them for trying. Um, Saturday was backstage talking about what happened at War Games and the match next week with, um, for the tie belt. And you have a comment about, um, the dude's head. Eric Young was stroking Alexander Wolf's head, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. His poor head was stapled. It was, it's like, it's really gnarly looking, but it's cool looking. Basically, it works for him. It works for him. Like, it's a little punk. So it's like, okay, all right, I'm digging this with the whole vibe he's got going on. It was actually pretty cool. But yeah, Eric Young is like, he's got like, he had every bit of 10 staples in his head. Every bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, that gash is serious. So yeah, Eric Young is just running his finger over the staples and it's like oh god so yeah but nikki nikki was with the family she was very happy she kept flirting with alexander and killian which was adorable as you do like you do we then had a video um for soon and we now know who soon is i think we always know who soon was but when we officially know who it is and that's the queen of spades shana baszler She's coming soon. Now we know why they had to get Deanna Perrazzo out. Yeah, no, not Deanna Perrazzo, Sonya Deville. Or Sonya Deville, sorry. Like, wait, Deanna Perrazzo, she's not signed. Wrong one. Wrong one. Um, this is where I point it over to you. Ember Moon faced? Ember Moon faced Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, or actually just technically Peyton Royce, but Billy Kay was there too. Can we stop with this whole Billy and Peyton or gal pal thing? They were wearing I Love Billy and I Love Peyton shirts. They're married, okay? Or they're at the very least, they're dating. Can we just like, just take this from B- BFFs or supposed BFFs to just lesbian lovers? Like, can we just like, go ahead and just jump that hurdle and go there because they're already technically going there. They're just like n- in complete utter denial about what's going on with that two group duo thing over there. Like we just, we, we kind of need them to, you know, just get over that hurdle because this whole, oh yeah, we're totally just best friends is crap. We all know they're banging. Just, just do it. Okay. Just do the thing. The match was fine. But the bigger thing is they came out and I love Billy and I love Peyton shirts. They're dating. And I believe the NXT Women's Champion Ember Moon won. Yes, Ember Moon did win. She looks fantastic. Just wanted to make sure we knew what happened. Oh, we got a hype video for um, next week. Only if you want to be technical about it. We got a big hype video for next week's championship showdown between Tyler Bate and Peter Dunn. And then brought us to our main event, a number one contenders qualifying match for the Fatal 4-Way coming up. Here in a few weeks, Adam Cole, baby, versus Aleister Black. I'm not offended by this at all. You're not offended by this at all. I am 100% fine with this. I will I will happily and humbly accept this. This is going to be fantastic, just so everybody's aware. I can't wait. And, Al- and Aleister Black got the win. Aleister Black did get the win, so he beats Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole suffers his first loss in NXT. And this is the point where Lindsay didn't realize she had Aleister Black in fantasy, because I completely forgot that I took Aleister Black in fantasy. Holding down Team Fluffy. <laughs> I don't even know who I draft anymore. Like, last time was so random in fantasy. Just like, oh, I like this person. I like this person. I like this person. She, and went, she went British. She went uh, Bray Wyatt. And she went British and Bray Wyatt. And then, you know, NXT. Holding on to Bray, because things are about to get serious with Bray. Can I, can I say it? Go ahead. Yeah. Do you feel better? Yeah. Ah. Once. Get it once. <laughs> but, yeah, overall, a good NXT show. I feel like it was a solid offering for WWE Week, which is always good. Yeah. So, I think that takes us to our first break of the evening. What do you think? Yeah, so we will continue on with The Rack Gets Lit. All right, so when we come back, because it's our first and only break of the evening, we're going to be doing Tweet of the Week, SmackDown, and Clash of Champions. So, you don't want to miss it. You're listening to The Rack right here on WallTalkRadio.com. We'll be right back. that a spark. Lifts these candles out of the dark Every evening one by one Until the end of Hanukkah Of Hanukkah With the jingle bells 
Girls and the Toys. Celebrate the most joyful time of the year with the most festive person on the entire Wild Talk Radio Network. Mr. Holiday himself, Lone Jobber. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my show. I'm Stubber Claus. Decorate your trees. Light your candles. For 20 crazy days. My matzah is amazing. And I gotta say, my challah makes the girls holla. Join the keeper of the kippah, aka the maker of the matzah, aka the Kwanzaa king, aka Jobber Claws. For 20 days of Jobber, the starting December 12th, right here only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Ho ho ho! Every Monday night, get caught up with everything that happens on Monday Night Raw with the Raw Post Show. Suplex City, bitch! From the big returns... Maybe I have one more ass-kicking left in me. I thought to myself, maybe I have one badass spear left in me. Then I thought to myself, maybe I have one last devastating jackhammer in me. So, Brock Lesnar, not only does that mean that you're next, but most importantly, it means, Brock Lesnar, you're last! To the shocking moment. First off, thank you so much for that. Yeah, what's up, Detroit? And the moments that leave you speechless. You know, Chris, if you're going to put something on that list, why don't you start with that terrible scarf of yours? I mean, while I'm looking at you, you can add those rinky-dink tattoos on there, your tacky little haircut, your creepy mustache, and how about those trunks, Sparkle Crotch? What? Sparkle Crotch. They're sparkly, rhinestones all over the place. Sparkle Crotch. Go ahead, get it on the list, write it down. Sparkle Crotch. I'm going to say this one time. I am not Sparkle Crotch! It's the Raw Post Show, Monday nights, live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. The evolution of online sports entertainment begins again on Sunday nights when you step into the ring with Wrestle Talk Radio. Covering all the latest in the WWE, TNA, and the indie scene. Plus, providing you with the most comprehensive coverage of every WWE and TNA pay per view. Join Wrestle Talk Radio every Sunday night live only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Chosen one. The journey of the Chosen One has begun in WWE 2K18. Follow his path from WWE NXT hopeful, to WWE Superstar, to one day, being WWE Hall of Famer. Watch the rise and fall, of the Chosen One. Only at YouTube.com slash Rack Radio Show. The Cho Cho Chosen One. This is Mr. Money in the Bank, the undisputed future of WWE, Seth Rollins, and you are listening to The Rack on Wild Talk Radio. How lucky are we that we have lights so that we can see Although the day is done What a miracle that a spark Lifts these candles out of the dark Every evening one by one Until the end 
And welcome back to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at Wrestling Figure Photography. Follow the journey today at Instagram.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over at Gerwick.net, RackRadioShow.com, or WildTalkRadio.com, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. Get a quick second. Check out the fine folks over at FightBooth.com as well because they're awesome and we love them and they pro- produce great content. So you should totally check it out. Um, and if you're just tuning in, well, you, n- you missed the news. You missed NXT. You missed Tribute to the Troops, but you're just in time for Tweet of the Week. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space Until the spammers ended up taking over my place And I was so bitter Until I found Twitter Ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving My addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline Cause I won't stop tweeting No more, no more It cannot wait I'm sure So I have a small amount of tweets, too So Biggie Damnation tweeted out, oh no, I don't want to watch this. I really don't want... Luke, what are you doing? Luke! No! Speaking of Damnation, did he just kill himself? No, he's fine. He's fine. I have no idea what's going on right now. Anyway, so, speaking of Lucas Harper, who's on Damnation, hanging by his neck right now. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, don't miss special guest WWE's Harper on an all-new Damnation TV Thursday at 10, 9 Central on USA Network. So anyway, um, Biggie replies to that. The next Anthony Hawkins, but just as old. And well, up, 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 down, down tweeted, it's Seamus versus Noam Dar who will move on to the eSports FIFA Finals to battle Apollo Crews. And Seamus tweets, rub a ginger Irishman for luck. Down, down. Up, up. And that's all I have. Okay. I'm still trying to figure out I'm what's... I'm trying to figure out what's going on. With Luke, like... Okay, so just just to kind of segue for a second, if you're not watching the show, Luke is playing like an old broken down wrestler at this carnival. And um, so he's doing this thing where he jumps off the ring post with a noose around his neck. And he... um, And he's hanging there with like a Bible, I guess, in his hand. Yes. And he's talking, and I guess it's a shtick. We'll find part out. of the act. I don't know. I just we're not sure if it was part of the act or not. I I don't know, but that that's what was going on with Mister Harper. I turned it back on when you said Luke, and all I saw was him hanging. So I can't tell you. Which is a little freaky. Pro Wrestling Man, congrats to Ray Knight Young for winning the first ever special recognition award in the PWM Awards. Renee Young. Cool. Thanks, guys. What do I win? Very good. You are recognized specifically. It's a gift in and of itself. Renee Young goes, classic Graves. James Ellsworth. A guy ran to me, ran into me in public and asked me if I was Spike Dudley. I said yes. Some dude named Mike goes, finally we elected a senator who is allowed to go to the mall. Well done. Well played. Finn Bella. I'm very happy with back-to-back wins. First, both members of the Mistrash. In other news, it appears the dispute between Kane and Braun is not over. Finn. Finn, you cheeky bastard, you. Not sports and are breaking. After losing to Jay Cutler, the Patriots have released their entire roster. Bill Belichick. I don't need to pay players if that's what they're going to do. I'll win with air. He could. If anybody could do it, it would be Belichick and Tom Brady. And he Tom would still need to keep Tom Brady. He would need to keep Tom Brady. That's tweets. So, all right. Well, Clash of the Champions. Clash of the Champions mixed with SmackDown. As we go on, we'll mention things that we, we know it's happening on in the show. So Clash of the Champions takes place this Sunday on the WWE Network for how much, Lindsay? Nine ninety nine. Or you can get your first month free with a new subscription to the WWE Network. Ding! So, coming up on the WWE Network, it will feature a Clash of Champions on the pre-show. The Woo 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 Kid, Zack Ryder taking on his arch nemesis Mojo Riley. Thoughts? Why? Because the hype bros are no more. Why? Because you saw what happened. Why? Because the Bludgeon Brothers. I'd rather have the Bludgeon Brothers. We're going to get to them. Can we just talk about them instead? No. You have to make a pick here. I don't want to. Yes. You have to either go woo 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 or, or get or stay hype. Concession stand! No. Damn it. Okay. Alright. Who betrayed who? Mojo portrayed Zack Ryder. This is going to go on, so Mojo's going to win. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, Mojo's going to win. The video game results will be posted um, starting tomorrow at youtube.com slash rockradioshow. So, um, 
be ready for them. Uh, eight ball though says Zack Ryder. So we're we're done with the pre-show now. Done with the pre-show. To be or not to be, that is the question. The fashion police, Brizango, take on Rowan Harper Bludgeon Brothers. Beardy kids. You gotta get more than just like beardy kids. Beardy kids. Mo- talk more about the man. I mean, it's fairly straightforward. It they're competing. Basically, they've got Rowan and Harper on a run. I very much doubt that Brazango is going to beat Rowan and Harper. The point, here's the the whole thing with this. They've been building to this for months. A very long time. And they really haven't done a lot with it. Like, it's basically, they started to tease it, and they started to tease the Bludgeon Brothers, and then they backed off of it. And you've never really actually had them interact. Weren't they supposed to, wasn't this supposed to be revealed, like, at SummerSlam? Yeah, where it's basically Rowan and Harper beat them up and drug them off, and it was supposed to be revealed that it was the Bludgeon Brothers that did it. Like, we all knew. Who it was. Who it was. But, and But they, they backed off of it because, obviously, the gimmick picked up for the fashion files, so they didn't do it, and they delayed it. So it's like, you never had that reveal. Right. You know? Right. So wait, week after week after week, and then they just suddenly gave the Bludgeon Brothers video packages and just sort of dropped the 2B thing. And then they essentially brought back the 2B thing on the latest fashion files that are now just on .com, no longer on SmackDown, by the way. Well, because they basically committed murder on SmackDown. No, they did not. They are immune to the poisonous gas. But the implication... They are immune to poisonous gas in the wasteland. That and, and um, something, hugs or something. To friends. They're, they're, they're immune to you know, something with friends. I don't remember. I know they're immune to the poisonous gas. That is why they survive. It's pretty much all they, all they have in, in, in the wasteland is poisonous gas. So they're immune to it. Fair enough. Like, I, I don't even know what to say with that other than fair enough. I mean, it's just like the whole thing just kind of went dark. Yeah. All right. Bludgeon. Yeah. Got to go with the Beardy Sons. I've just, they're on a run. They just debuted them, losing to the Fashion Police. The only way I can see redeeming that loss is if the Fashion Police get lucky, which, giving the showings that Ronan Harper have had, that's not going to happen. And they just get decimated afterwards. The eight ball picks the bludgeons. Damn right it does. Up next on the card, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Titles Fatal 4-Way. Usos, New Day, Gable, and Benjamin, and Rusev, and Aiden English. Thoughts and opinions? Eh? It's gonna be Rusev Day? Will it be Rusev Day? Well, it's Rusev Day regardless, because Rusev's there. But will it be a successful Rusev Day? Um, Maybe. Who are they facing? It is Usos, New Day, Aiden English, and Rusev, and Gable and Benjamin. Not for the titles, or for oh, the for, titles. For the titles. One, um, me- one member from each team will be in the ring at all times, and you can only tag your tag partner. No, I don't think it's going to be Rusev Day. I think they keep it on the Usos. Because there's no reason to take it off of them right now. Other than I don't want the Usos to have the belts. Yeah, other than that. Rusev and Aiden English are taking off, though. They are taking off, but it doesn't make sense quite yet to put the titles on them because they're just starting to take off. So that could go stale. Yeah. And it's the end of the year. It's the last pay-per-view of the year. Next one is Rumble. So there's... I mean, if you're going to do any big title changes, you could probably wait till Rumble and do it. Realistically. You could build to it. This would just be so offhanded, it would almost just be like a throwaway. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I really want Gable and Benjamin win for points, but, um, yeah, I'll go with Usos. So says the eight ball. Um, so who are you officially going with? Usos. U.S. title was on the line. Baron Corbin, Ziggler, and Bobby Roode. Thoughts? I really want Bobby Roode to win this match. That being said, I don't know if he's going to. So, this is hard for me to pick, because it's like, I can see them completely keeping the title on Corbin. Ziggler's there to take the pin, so this is really a match, I feel like, between Zig- or, um, Corbin and Rude, because that's what the feud has been. So, to me... Oh, screw it. I'm going with my heart. Bobby Roode. I just, I don't want to, like, I don't want to sit here and try to justify Baron Corbin. Not that there's anything wrong with Baron Corbin, but I just really want Bobby Roode to win, because I adore Bobby Roode, so... But it's not Ziggler's time? It's never Ziggler's time. But it could be. No. It could always be Ziggler time. Actually, this is a really stupid question. Hmm. Is Ziggler a Grand Slam champion? He won the World Heavyweight. Has he ever been tag team champion? Wasn't... No, Miz was... Who was Miz tag team partners with? Big Show. Big Show. I don't know, has he? Anyway, I just... I don't know why that randomly popped into my head, but that popped into my head. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I just, it's really between Bobby Roode and Baron Corbin, and, and I want Bobby Roode to win. For all sense and purposes, it should be Bobby Roode winning. He would make better champion. But... No, oh, he was, oh, wait. Okay, here's where we get technical. Dolph Ziggler was a tag team champion, but he was not Dolph Ziggler. He, he was, what, Nikki? Yeah. From the Spirit Squad. So, he technically is not a Grand Slam champion, because he's not, Dolph Ziggler is not a Grand Slam champion. Nick Nemeth is a Grand Slam champion. Dolph Ziggler is not. Yeah. Okay. Um. By the way, eight ball picks Baron Corbin. Um. I think it's too early to give Bobby the U.S. title. I think Ziggler's in here for Corbin to pin him, so Corbin sneaks out with the belt. That's just my opinion on it. Probably. All right. Um. Let's see what else. What else? By the way, you can go to Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/WildTalkRadioNetwork. Sorry, tomorrow and post your picks. Um. Uh, to be a part of our WTR Pick'em, where you cannot win Pez like we gave away on Saturday night. Sadly. Sadly. Because Pez is awesome. Congrats to the intern for winning. Thank you, Pez. Thank you, Pez. We love you, Pez. SmackDown Women's Championships on the line in a lumberjack match. Charlotte Flair versus Natalia. Thoughts? This is going to be really good, like it always is, because it's Charlotte and Natalia. So, yeah, this will be this will be great. Um, Charlotte's going to win. I don't see a reason to put the belt back on Natty. I don't see a reason to put the belt back on Natty, but there's lumberjacks out here for a reason. Part of me thinks there could be a screw job and it works. And it's like, here's the thing when it comes to Natty and Charlotte. We say this every time. We want a really good match between the two, and we want a clean finish. And every time Woo! they... And every time they put them on pay-per-view, we don't always get a, pay- a cl- we don't get a clean finish in this match. There's always something convoluted that happens. The only time we got a clean finish was on SmackDown when Charlotte won the belt. The Lumberjacks are going to cause some chaos, and I could see Natty winning it just because of that. And then do one more match at the Royal Rumble. I can see that happen. I can see that happening, but honestly, I don't. I don't want it to happen. <laughs> I, I don't just, want it to happen. I'm just saying I can see it happening. I, I can I can look into the crystal ball and say, hey, this could happen. Right. I'm picking Charlotte to retain. Um, eight ball pick Charlotte to retain. Do you pick Charlotte to retain? Yeah, I pick Charlotte. All right. So should we do the title match or the tag match? Let's do the tag match. All right. It is the career for Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens on the line when Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens take on Randall Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura with Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon as special guests. Referees. Thoughts? Be sh- there, there will be shenanigans in this. A thousand percent shenanigans. Daniel Bryan on SmackDown entered himself as a second guest referee during the Yup movement. Like, I feel like it's going to come down to between Shane and Daniel where they're finally going to butt heads on things. Probably, but I, we first need to talk about the Yup movement. That was all kinds of awesome. The Yup movement. But what was fantastic, in a weird way, was the ending to SmackDown, where um, Kevin Owens beat Shinsuke, Shinsuke in the ring, and then Renee Young asked, you know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for comments, and their responses were, yep, 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 and whatever Sami was doing with his shirt. He was having fun with his shirt. He was playing with his shirt. <laughs> he was playing with his shirt and showing off his um, stomach in some weird gyrations. He was having fun. He was very excited. He was excitable, Sammy. They are such a great team together. They are. It's a shame that Shinsuke and, and, and Randy's going to lose to them. Do we see Daniel Bryan going heel in this? Or is it too soon? No, I think the timing is right for Daniel Bryan to kind of, uh, storyline-wise, go into business for himself. Because you've had Shane and Daniel get along this entire time. And you have to start setting up the potential for Daniel's departure this upcoming year. So I can see it leading to problems between Shane and Daniel, and Daniel decides to back Kevin and Sammy. I think the turn comes later, but there will be tension starting here on the show. Um, Kevin and Sammy are going to win. That's obvious. Right. Because they're not going to leave WWE, right? So, yeah. I'm going Kevin and Sammy. You're going? I'll go Kevin and Sammy. So does the April, which leads us to our main event. For the WWE Championship, AJ Styles takes on the modern day Maharaja Jinder Mahal. I'm going with the modern, or not, not that one, AJ Styles. The phenomenal one. The phenomenal one. The modern day phenomenal one, AJ the Styles. Modern day, the modern day phenomenal one. I mean, again, I do not see a reason to put the belt back on Jinder. You're past India at this point. Can, I, uh, I feel like he did not have a successful run, so. Can, can we, can we stop there? They went hmm. to, they went to India and Jinder Mahal fell victim to the Triple H movement. Oh yeah. Do you feel better? I feel tremendous about that. It's so awesome that, uh, Triple H beat Jinder. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. It's just one of those things where it's like, 
it had happened. And like, yep, you know it's not working well when Triple H buries you in your supposed hometown, even though he's from Canada. Apparently, by the way, speaking of Canada, apparently in the news, the a story that came out later late today, um, WWE's pulled an event that was supposed to take place in Edmonton because they have banned combat sports. Why would you? Okay. There's something going on there. But uh, anyway, back to the match. I hope Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus uh, Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura is the main event. Because I don't want this to be the main event because I would be bored. AJ Styles is going to retain the WWE title because he's the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. He is, should be your WWE champion. He's your, one of your best characters on the TV show. And now you can get rid of Jinder Mahal out of the title picture and elevate Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn possibly into that title picture to feud with AJ Styles, which should be fantastic going forward. You need new blood in new places and Jinder, his reign is not. We've been documenting it for months. I've been so sour on it for months. There's a reason why. It didn't work. Yeah. It wasn't any good. I feel like the writing really let Jinder down. Like I've said this before and I'll say this again, that they really could have done something spectacular with Jinder and they opted not to. The writing didn't help, but guess what? His main event matches were awful on pay-per-view. On you can... Pay- but you can forgive bad matches because, I mean, it's like they've had champions that couldn't wrestle their way out of a paper bag. Let's he, be honest. He had a bad match with Shinsuke. Multiple bad matches with Shinsuke Nakamura. I understand this. He killed Shinsuke Nakamura. I understand this. But again, I feel like part of that is bad writing because, you know, had they never done, had they never did what they did with him, then he never would have killed Shinsuke Nakamura. So... I don't feel like this is entirely his fault. There is definitely some blame for him in this. There's a lot of blame on his part. The writing didn't help him. The, the booking didn't help him. Guess, guess what? He did not get over the way he should have. Even with bad writing, you should be still able to get over in some aspects. And your ring work, your better ma- you should have been, had better matches. His matches, the only good match he had was with AJ Styles, and it's AJ freaking Styles. Yeah, he re- can't have a bad He can't have a match. Bad match. There's a reason it was really good. It was AJ Styles. It was not Jinder Mahal. Just pointing that out. I understand that. So, yeah. So, I mean, but again, I don't see a reason for them to put the bell back on gender. There's no reason to. Like, there seriously isn't. Unless they just want to. Which, that's a valid reason because it's their show. But it's like, keep it on AJ. I feel like the shows are doing better with the title on LJ- on AJ. That's my personal opinion it's a little bit more entertaining because honestly the gender promos every week it was just like oh my god please shut up so i'm going with aj oh yeah i'm totally going with aj just after that random i um feel better yeah kind of i just sort been, of i've been against gender the entire time and it's not because i'm supposed to hate him because he heal i just didn't like him i thought they didn't establish anything for him going into it and to that point it made it hard to get into his matches his matches weren't entertaining they were not enjoyable headlocks do not get me interested and his, he even does bad headlocks. I'm sorry, you need some personality and he was lacking it. The only thing people, it was great for a week. I'm okay with like, oh my god, look at the surprise win by Jinder. That was fine. Jinder could win and hold it for three weeks. But it should never gone this long. Gone as long as it did. It hurt SmackDown. It has devalued the championship. It made it look secondary. And your U.S. title picture was more interesting than your world title picture for months. And that's because you had a boring champion. Bad racist comments and promos beside, he was a boring WWE champion. And that's why he lost the belt. That is why he is going to lose on Sunday. And hopefully the modern-day Maharaja finds someone else to feud with that it could carry him. But I don't know. Okay, I'm, I got it out of my system now. You got that out of your system? You're good? A-Bomb goes with AJ Styles. Okay. That is WTR Pick'em. You can go to Facebook.com slash groups slash Wild Talk Radio Network starting tomorrow to make your picks. And join us for a full, complete coverage Sunday night, Russell Talk Radio, 11 p.m. Eastern. Plug that again here in a moment. But there you go for all that. So, yeah, so I think that does it for the show. So I will let you plug away. <laughs> I just want to listen to the song. Saturday night, midnight, and CB Radio. We're going to do... Day five of 20 Days of Jumper, live on CB Radio. Greater than Great Debate, Holiday Songs, and more on CB Radio Saturday night, midnight-ish. Check out 20 Days of Jumper, appearing every single day till the end of the month, live right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Usually around, for Hanukkah around 7 p.m., I haven't decided for the, the Christmas and other holiday stuff if we're going to put them out at night or at some point. So just keep checking wildtalkradio.com and all that fun stuff. Sunday night, Russell Talk Radio, 11 p.m. Eastern, reviewing Clash of Champions. Monday night, it's the final Raw post-show of 2017, 10, 11, 10 p.m. Eastern. 
WTR Sims on Tuesday night, twitch.tv slash show. Check out the Rock Extra Total Divas Season 7, Episode 6. Now available, Episode 7 will be available next Thursday. Uh, Rock Radio Show on all the social medias. <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts, search Rack Radio Show. At Wild Talk Radio, Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindsward, L-A-N-S-W-R-D. Go to my website, psychwardresigns.com. If you like my artwork, if you'd like to view my artwork, it is available for your viewing pleasure at behance.net slash Lindsward, same as the Twitters. And don't forget to check out our very fine sponsors, Wrestling Figure Photography, Instagram.com slash MBG1211, Fightboot.com, and Gerwick.net. So for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. This has been the Rack Hanukkah Special. The Rack Gets Lit right here on WildTalkRadio.com, and we will be back next week. So till then, bye! Play, 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 play Gotta give a lot of hey, 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 hey Thinking about the miracle of light and the story of the mad cut bees. Spin a nun and you don't get none. And you put one in if you're landing on a shin. If you wind up with a hay, you get half the total pay. But if you spin yeah. a little gimmel, then you take, take, take. Yeah!